The following podcast contains mature subject matter presented in an audio drama format. This includes but is not limited to violence, mature language, and suggestive themes. Listener discretion is advised. To enjoy the full experience of this episode, it is recommended to wear headphones. The Dread Files, Baseline Feed, and The Hardy Show presents... A cold wind blows on Halloween night. It's fucking freezing tonight. Maybe if you dressed up as something other than a slutty cat, you wouldn't be so cold. Whatever. You're just jealous that my costume looks better than yours. Melissa and Amber shared a laugh as they kept walking ahead of me. I'm not really sure why it makes me so uncomfortable how close they are. I mean, we've been friends for years, but they just seem to have a chemistry that's undeniable. They crack jokes about each other that always makes the other laugh. The amount of inside jokes they have together is staggering. And I'm privy to the fact that they hang out without me, even when they tell me they're busy. I felt a cold wind blow through my hair as a troubling whisper entered my ear. I knew this, but didn't want to admit it. Most girls talk bad about their friends behind their backs. Or at least that's what I tell myself. Why are you walking so far back, Quinn? Come here, we want to ask you something. I playfully sighed and jogged up next to Amber. The cape of my Supergirl costume fluttered in the breeze as I ran. Are you going to try and hook up tonight? I mean, I hadn't thought about it. Sure you haven't. Unless, of course, we're referring to Corey. I blushed at the thought of him. Corey? The only boy in our grade who I've ever been interested in. Amber and Melissa might even say I'm kind of obsessed. You know he's going to be at this party. You should definitely make a move. It's kind of hard to take anything she says seriously with a pair of cat ears on and whiskers. Maybe I will. Just don't force it, okay? I'll do it at my own pace. Don't worry, Quinn. We'll let you take your time. After all, it's been two years. Why rush it now? I'm not really sure what she's supposed to be. Some kind of mad scientist, I guess. As we walked... The faint sounds of music could be heard in the distance and through the trees. The majestic orange glow of a bonfire could be seen in the sky, and we were nearing the party. I felt my heart skip a beat. I was so nervous. What if Corey was there? What if Melissa and Amber leave me alone to go off by themselves? 
I felt like I couldn't breathe for a second. And as I took a few deep breaths, I felt a cold wind blow past my ear. walked up to the fire surrounded by decadence. There were bottles of cheap beer everywhere, large clouds of smoke from cigarettes, the stink of marijuana filled the air, and couples were practically dry humping in front of their friends. Well, ladies, let's get ourselves a drink. Melissa walked up to the group of boys handing out beers and she twirled around playfully for them as they looked her up and down. Clearly, they were not just admiring her costume. I felt uneasy as they looked over at us. I was not interested in putting on the same show for them. As I felt the tightness in my chest return, a hand gently squeezed mine. It's okay. Just let her have her fun. I'm not doing anything like that either. Amber is so kind. She tends to change a little when she's around Melissa. It's always been that way. Sometimes, I just wish Melissa would disappear, even if she does have her moments. A cold wind blew past my ear as I felt the warmth from Amber's hand. Maybe we would, but she's not that bad, just a little misunderstood. Melissa finally returned with her drinks with a skip in her step. <laughs> just had to put on a show, didn't you? I just wanted to let the boys know what I'm working with. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. I'm not sure why it's so important to her to hook up. It's not something I really think about. I mean, I guess that's a lie. I just don't understand why that's her goal for the night. Melissa was clearly starting to feel her buzz as she was practically hanging off of us and any boy that looked in her direction. I didn't really feel anything yet, if I'm being honest. Then again, I, when I'm drunk, I don't think I'm much different. Look who's here. Corey walked over to the fire with a group of his friends. They were all dressed as the Avengers with Corey taking on the role of Thor. He definitely suited it. I felt myself biting my lower lip as I gazed at him. As I did, Amber playfully shoved me, breaking me out of the spell I was under. Seriously, Gwen, just go talk to him. He's a sweet guy. Not to mention I've seen him looking at you before. No way. I don't believe you. Guys like him don't look at girls like me. Hey, you're super cute, funny, and are so kind. Any guy would love you, including Corey. I mean, maybe she was right, but... Before I could even respond, I saw something. Something I didn't want to see. Melissa, slowly making her way over to Corey. No. 
What is she doing? Don't worry, she won't say anything, I promise. She's probably just going to say hi. As I clenched my fists, a cold wind blew past my ear. She's my friend. I I asked her not to do this. To let me do it myself. At my own pace. I stood frozen in horror as Melissa staggered over to Corey and his friends. Amber gripped my hand tighter, as if somehow to comfort me. I think deep down she knew what was about to happen. Anyone with a brain would have. As Melissa began talking with Corey and his friends, she looked over at me and playfully winked. No, no, (laughs) no, this cannot happen. Not like this, please, not like this. Melissa put her hand on Corey's shoulder as she pointed over to me. As she did, I felt bile creep into my throat as my heart began to pound in my chest. Corey looked over at me. Right at me. I felt frozen in place. I felt as if a million voices were screaming at me to run, but I couldn't. He gave me a look I didn't recognize. Then he smiled at me as his friends all began to laugh. I felt a tear run down my cheek. They were laughing at me at the idea of me liking their friend. And Melissa told them all. Why did she do that? Amber was trying to talk to me, but she sounded a million miles away. I felt all the blood rushing to my face and a lightheadedness feeling. I turned and ran into the forest. I ran so quickly that Amber couldn't catch up. I heard Melissa yell something after me, too, but I didn't care. She had humiliated me. Why would she do that? Why? I ran for a couple of minutes, far enough away that I could be alone but still hear the party. I smashed my beer bottle on the ground, shattered it into pieces, and then I fell to the ground and cried. I sat on the cold ground, leaning against a dying tree, as I felt a cold wind blow past my ear. was right. My friends wouldn't have let this happen to me. Amber was just as guilty for bringing that bitch into our lives. I felt so horrible, so betrayed. I didn't want to feel like this. I looked up to the night sky with tears in my eyes and spoke to the voice of the cold evening wind. Please, please help me. I don't want to 
this anymore. Cold wind blew past my ear, this time filling me with a warm feeling. as if there is a hole in my chest. They didn't listen. They had to have planned this for this night to humiliate me in front of Corey, in front of everyone. Why? Why? They're my friends. The cold wind blew past my ear again and whispered. The tears stopped. The voice was right. They weren't my friends. They had planned this. Melissa must want Corey all to herself. She's probably making out with him right now, that slut. And Amber. She's corrupted. She's lost. Nothing I can do to save her now. She's been poisoned. Quinn? Quinn? I stood. No tears were in my eyes now. Only anger burned deep inside as the cold wind blew past my ear once more. Yes, from Melissa, from the path she's going to take her down. My former friend. I still love her, and she said we'd be friends forever. There you are! Please don't run again. It's not what you think, I promise. I didn't know she was going to do that, but Cory is looking for you. Please just... It was so quick. I didn't expect it to be so sudden. She looked at me with tears in her eyes, trying to speak as she attempted to grab onto me to stop herself from falling. As she fell to the ground, she looked at my hand and saw the shard of glass I had picked up from the broken beer bottle. The look in her eyes... It was of betrayal, a feeling I knew all too well. I stood, looking down at her as she took her final breath, offering her no comfort as she reached out to me. Then she was gone. The blood continued to pour, but her life had left her. As I looked down at my former best friend, I felt a knot in my stomach. It didn't feel 
as good as I thought it would? Why is that? The, the voice said it would. I stepped over her and began walking to the party. I was confused. My nerves were shaken. Why didn't this feel right? I saved her. Right? As I walked in silence holding the blood-covered shard of glass, the cold wind blew again, and the voice spoke once more. I know that I saved her, but why do I still feel this hollow? You must, you must complete your vengeance. It is the only way forward. For only then will you feel the warmth you desire. Melissa. I needed to find her and finish what I started. As I walked, I could hear a familiar voice call out. Amber! Quinn! Where are you guys? It was Melissa. She had wandered after us, even in her drunken state. She was alone. Perfect. I knew what I needed to do. Melissa? When she got to me, she had tears in her eyes. Then she threw her arms around me. Okay, I, I know you're mad, but please just wait. It wasn't the way you wanted, but Corey's looking for you. He likes you, Quinn, I promise. I wouldn't do anything to hurt you. I just wanted to help. I saw this sincerity, but I know it was a lie. The voice would not trick me. So, I plunged in the shard. <laughs> it was deep in her chest, sticking right out from her heart. <laughs> Melissa yelled, but I put my hand over her mouth. I jumped on her as she fell to the ground and removed the shard. I plunged it into her again and again and again several more times as she looked into my eyes with a look of hurt and betrayal. Then after a moment or so, she stopped struggling and squirming. The life in her eyes had left and I knew she was dead. I sat covered in blood with the shard of glass in my hands. It was done. They had paid. Why didn't I feel right? I, I stood and walked back to the party as the familiar cold wind whispered in my ear. <laughs> the 
voice was right. Everyone who laughed I'd kill tonight. I was almost to the fire when I heard a voice. Quinn! Quinn? Quinn! It was Corey. He had really come to find me. Hey. Um, I know that was maybe a little weird, but please let me explain. Somehow he hadn't noticed the blood splattered on my costume. Hey, <laughs> I've had a crush on you forever, and I think Melissa knew it. When she told me and my friends, they laughed because of how embarrassed I was. The fact that this whole time, I, I could have just spoken to you. They were laughing at me, not, not you. They, they weren't laughing at me. Corey likes me. Oh, no. My God. What have I done? Hey, 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 hey. I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean to upset you. I know this is a lot, but I just wanted to let you know. That's when he noticed the blood and the shard of glass in my hand. He looked over at me, confused, but with a warmth in his eyes. It was too late. The damage had already been done. You tricked me. Why? However, this time, when the wind blew, I heard no voice. It was gone. I was alone to face judgment for what I had done. I looked over at Corey, who was concerned and frightened. He tried speaking to me, but I couldn't hear him. I let out a scream as I sliced with the shard right across his neck. It was quick. He didn't fight as hard. The only look in his eyes was of confusion and hurt. After he fell, I ran into the forest, screaming for the voice. It's been so long now. I know they'll find me soon. It will be a harsh punishment. However, I feel like I deserve it. As I lay on the ground, still holding that shard, I felt a cold wind along with a familiar voice. afraid but I know what fate awaits me 
please. Please know that I didn't mean to hurt them. I was afraid, confused, and lied to. Please, let this be a warning. If a cold wind blows on a Halloween night, do not listen to the voice inside it. <laughs> You have experienced a cold wind blows on Halloween night. This has been a collaborative effort between the very talented team of the Baseline Free Podcast, The Dread Files, and The Harder Show, along with an extraordinary cast of voice actors. Corey was played by Tanner Wood of Baseline Feed. Melissa was played by Rebecca Mersinger. Amber was played by C.M. Peters of Baseline Feed. Quinn was played by Liliana Roman. And The Voice in the Wind was played by T.J. Hodder of The Hodder Show. This story was written by T.J. Hodder of The Dread Files and was originally featured on Reddit No Sleep, Scary Stories subreddit, and the Dread Files subreddit. Casting, line editing, production, and executive direction for this episode was done by TJ Harder of The Harder Show. Script curating, sound design, and executive production was done by Tanner Wood of the Baseline Feed podcast. Music and additional production was provided by C.M. Peters of the Baseline Feed podcast. Thank you from the bottom of my heart to everyone who's involved with this project for all of your hard work. It was incredible to work with you all, and you all absolutely killed it. A special thank you to Tanner for all of his extra hard work getting this together in such short notice. You did a stellar job, my friend. Also to CM for the incredible music you provided. Also, a special thank you to Liliana for the all-nighter you pulled to get your lines in. I very much appreciate your hard work on that. Please take a moment to check out The Baseline Feed, a fantastic new audio drama podcast through the link below. They just released the first episode of their season two. And let me tell you, it is fantastic and is an audio drama you need to check out. Even if you aren't a fan of horror, because it's not just horror-based, they have a lot of other really fun things they do over at Baseline Feed. So go ahead and check them out. For more information about The Dread Files, please visit our Instagram at The Dread Files, or you can visit the subreddit at r forward slash 
the Dread Files. This has been the final episode of the Harder Show Halloween Special, and I really hope you all enjoyed that as much as I did. It was so much fun getting that together. And again, a humongous thank you to all of the voice actors, and of course, Tanner and CM from Baseline Feet. This turned out so much better than I could have ever hoped for when I pitched this idea. And just thank you. It was absolutely amazing to work with you all. Before we go, I of course need to take a second to give a shout out to all of the hotheads, my Patreon supporters, who actually, on top of their normal one monthly episode of the Tape of Trepidation, also received three extra bonus episodes for Halloween. And I had so much fun doing them, and I hope you all have enjoyed it. But I need to take a second to give a shout out to my patrons and my six new patrons that I have as of this week. That's right, six new patrons. I am beyond ecstatic for this. Thank you to Scott Duquette, the original hothead, The Grey Rooms Podcast, Ronan Kumori, Wolf Delta Pi, also known as Tanner Wood, The Baseline Feed, Eric Phones, Arthur Unk, Mike Quintero of Mike's Mystery Mansion, C.M. Peters, one of my latest patrons of Baseline Feed, Mr. Jason Reese of Jaybird Digital Arts, Kelly Sison. I apologize if I'm butchering your last name. Please let me know and I will correct it next time, Kelly. Thank you so much. Terry and Janet Hodder. Well, wait, wait a minute. Huh. We have the same name. That's weird. Yeah. Anyway. Maybe we're related somehow. Brandon Bowden of Bowden Voice. About time you showed up. Just kidding, buddy. I love you. And Neil Skorupa. I apologize if I butchered your name, Neil. Please let me know, and I will make sure I get it right the next time. Thank you so much to my new patrons. I cannot believe that I was able to hit my goal of $100 USD a month. I am beyond ecstatic. A special thank you to Eric Phones and Ronan Komori as well for actually changing their tier to increase the amount of funds that I get every single month. I seriously appreciate you both. Thank you so very much. And thank you for still listening. It truly means the world to me to have all the support that I do. And I hope you all understand just how important this is to me and how much fun that I had doing this episode, working with Baseline Feed. I guess there's only one more thing to say. Happy Halloween! Ha 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 ha!